Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. We're talking about the creation process today. So we are all creators. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about that. And there are two ways that we create things. When you understand this about yourself and really begin to apply this principle to your life, that's when things start to really change for you. So let's talk a little bit about that. I'm also going to talk a little bit about uh, how our upcoming program, Self-Image Mastery, will help you learn more about this. So as you go through and you're, you're listening to this today, if it really resonates with you, like, oh my gosh, this is what I need, please go check out the link for Self-Image Mastery. See if it's right for you, okay? Uh, you might want to take some notes on this one today. I'm going to give you several things to really think about, focus on, uh, and lots of stories and examples. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So the question of the day is, what will you create today? Now, the fact is that you will create something today, either by default or design. You'll create something either by, uh, you know, the process of just doing the same thing that you've always done. So what you create will basically be the same thing you've always gotten. Or by design, which is really choosing and being authentically awake and conscious and alert to this process of creation. Now, unless you have really worked on this idea for a while, um, designing and creating things, chances are most likely what you're going to get is either a negative or a neutral result. All right. So let me just explain a couple thoughts. Uh, if you have the same fight with your significant other that you've always had, maybe the topic of the fight changes, but basically it's the same exact thing. So uh, I'll just be honest that with my husband, the, the topics of the day change, but really in essence, what it is, is I don't feel like I'm, I'm being listened to. Now that does not mean that he's not listening, just that I don't feel like I'm being listened to. So when we're having our um, disagreements and little slights as we go along. And we've been together for 20 years. So, you know, you're, you're just naturally going to have those things. It's the same fight. We just choose a different topic. One day it'll be about, you know, um, paying bills. The next day it'll be about uh, co-parenting. And then the next day it'll be about cheese. I mean, you name it, the topic changes, but it's the same pattern. So we're creating, but that one is really creating by default by a pattern that we had set up already. Um, you know, if you take the same route to work or the bank or the grocery store, something that you do regularly, or maybe you're dropping kids off to work, you take the same route and you get stuck in traffic and you're going to have the same response. Uh, so for a long time, I was having the response of getting really upset. And while I, I definitely wasn't a, a yeller per se, and I personally didn't have the pattern of, you know, uh, cursing people out, I did have a, a very negative attitude when it came to that. I was creating something, but it was by default. It was the same thing over and over and over again. Or maybe you wake up in the morning and you play the game, who's the matter with me today? So who's going to be a jerk in my story today? Uh, and you go out and you look to be offended. 
And maybe that this morning it's one of your kids. Maybe it's, you know, that coworker who just doesn't get it. Uh, maybe it's your boss. And so you go about your day and you had this like, oh my gosh, I can't believe them, right? So you're creating something, but it's by default. At one point, for whatever reason, with all of these examples, we chose that pattern. So we, we created by design and usually it's once, twice, at the most three times. And then all of a sudden it's stuck in our brain as a neural pathway. And now we're creating by default over and over and over again. It's like a, a, a bad copy of a copy. So we are creative beings. That is our natural state. Uh, you don't have to be quote unquote creative to create. We are creative beings just by the nature of who we are. You know, we, we create life, right? We create new babies. Uh, a friend of mine just found out recently that she's going to have her very first child. So I'm so excited for her. Um, and she's already got that new mom worrying down, you know, like, oh, is it okay if I eat this food? And, and she's asking me all of this. And I'm, you know, in the grand picture of where I'm at in motherhood, I'm like, yeah, honey, that, that piece of fish isn't going to hurt you. It's, it's, it's okay. Um, we create relationships, don't we? Uh, not only the special relationships that we choose, like our, our best friends and our inner circle and maybe our significant other, but we create other relationships that help us throughout our life. Uh, I have a lot of, of friends and, and colleagues who are creating businesses and in various different ways. Uh, we also create conflict, uh, the one thing that keeps coming back to me lately is this idea that we teach people how to treat us. So when we enter into our day and we play that who's the matter with me today and we're looking to be offended, guess what? We're going to find offense somewhere. And we bring that energy to our conversations, to our, our connections, our relationships. People catch that energy and you know what they do? They respond in kind, okay? Um, but we also create our dreams and our goals. The things we think about most will be created in our life. So think about this way. Um, I've been talking to a lot of people the last couple of weeks, and there's a lot of um, comparison happening. Uh, a lot of comparison with people, social media is a big one right now, but family and friends, you know, especially some people who have been really impacted by the last year um, with the, the COVID crisis. And they're seeing some of their friends, you know, getting everything. And they're like, here I am, I've lost my job. Uh, you know, we're, we're on government assistance for the first time ever. And I'm seeing all of these other people who are excelling in business. How come they can have that and I can't? And this comparison, instead of staying in your own lane and saying, this is a part of my journey, the comparison causes them to think that they are less than others. And here's the kicker is that nobody else is looking at you and saying you're less than because you don't have this and that you are, you're comparing yourself to others. And so what, what, what are you going to get? Well, you're going to get the result that you feel less than others. And then you're going to see that over and over and over again. So in essence, you are, you are creating by design in that moment it's just maybe not the impact that you want to see in your life. Uh, I'm, I've been working with several clients, uh, doing some site case sessions around 
money mindset, uh, beliefs about money, and especially debt and overcoming it. Uh, and the thing is, you know, what you, what you fight for or what you focus on is what you get. And when you focus on debt, guess what you get? You get more debt. However, when you focus on things and I, and I, I hesitate to just throw out their abundance because that sometimes I think that's just a cop out for us, but asking yourself a question like, what would it feel like in your life to have complete freedom with all the money that comes to you? What would it be like if you could make any decision with money quickly without having to, you know, look at your bank account? What would it be like to go into any store that you want to go into and just buy whatever you want? Now, focusing on that energy is going to bring you closer to that as a reality. Focusing on your debt just ke keeps your mind spinning and in, in, in this place of stress. So do you, do you see what I mean when we're creating by default or design? Uh, you know, if you have been focusing on debt and, and, you know, fighting it and that kind of thing, listen, I'm not here to say that that's wrong, but you might be in a default pattern. So maybe the design thinking is to, to, while you're, you know, doing the things that you know, to, to help with that, you really think about those questions I just asked. Um, you know, I, I look at it as I've told you guys this before, when I was a child, the things that I went through, it developed in me a default creative pattern to stay still and small. And when I wanted to jump out into this world of speaking, training, and influencing other people, I had to approach that default thinking and say, hmm, maybe that's not serving me so well. And it's definitely keeping me from serving others. So I had to look at that and say, okay, if I'm, if I'm going to design the life that I truly want, how can I change that? Now, I'll be honest with you that one of the things that helped me tremendously, probably about six years ago was when I really was introduced to this idea. Uh, Maxwell Maltz, M-A-L-T-Z, who is one of my favorite authors, um, he wrote the book Psycho-Cybernetics. And in it, he talks about, basically, it's the, the format that really uh, is the foundation for that stick chick model that I talk about all the time. And in the self-image mastery course that we run, we talk about psycho-cybernetics a lot. That's our foundational curriculum. And we talk about understanding where did these default patterns come from? Where did we get them from? Also, what default patterns do I have? How, how can I become aware of what the defaults are and how can I actually change that. So some of those default thinkings are working well for us and we want to keep those. Okay. So it's not about changing everything. Uh, but some things definitely are not working for us. So we get to decide, do I want to uh, edit, change, delete? What do I want to do with that? And basically I show you the process and it's a very simple, maybe not easy, but very simple process of understanding what's inside of you and how can you be in charge of what's inside of you. So in essence, what it helps you do is identify the default patterns and really design what you want. 
And that right there was the most instrumental thing for me. That's when my life really started to take a turn. So again, the fact is that you're going to create something today. Is it going to be the same thing or is it going to be something different? And that is entirely up to you. So there, there are, are some things that really keep us from being able to create something positive. Uh, one of, oh yeah, I should have said this. So in the description, there's a link for the self-image mastery course. Uh, we're uh, officially starting it on Friday this week, March 12th. So if you're uh, able to join us, awesome. There's two links. There's one for somebody who's new and uh, another one for our returning alumni. We've already got several returning alumni, which I'm really excited about because every time I have alumni come back to a program, they're sharing and perspective really helps to elevate the group. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. So check it out, see if it's right for you. Let me know if you have any questions. Okay, so there's some things that keep us from creating things positively in our life. I'm gonna share with you six of them. These are the ones that I think most people that I work with really struggle with. So one is this idea of constant fear. So just having fear or uh, let me just say fear or limitation or stress. That's where I find Psych-K is really, really beneficial because you can come have a session and literally within 15 minutes, you can feel like, oh, I'm a different person. And your brain has no longer, uh, it, your mind and your emotions have been aligned. And now you can begin to choose what you want. Uh, a second thing that keeps us from creating positivity is the denial of hope. And it's very interesting because there's certain personality types that I work with that they have been trained throughout their life not to hope anymore. Uh, they have put their hope in things or people or situations and they have had dashed hope after dashed hope. And so now they're in this place of uh, basically apathy Um and that's a very low vibration. Uh, and so that can keep us from being positive creators. Another thing that really keeps us from creating positivity is a lack of mercy or kindness um, or, or compassion. So mercy, kindness, compassion for ourselves and for other people. Now, most of the people that I work with tend to be in the helping professions, uh, so they are, or service industries. So as far as having mercy, kindness, and compassion for other people, they've got that down. That's a part of who they are. Um, that's just kind of the people that I attract. We've really been trying to help the tribe understand to have mercy, kindness, and compassion for yourself. And not because it's a, a self-care thing and many people are talking about it, but because that raises your energy, your vibration up to a higher level, which means you're going to be able to create something more positive in your life. Okay. Uh, another thing that keeps you from creating positivity are the three R's, resentment, resistance, and revenge. Okay. Resentment, resistance, revenge. Those are the three R's. And the only fix for that one, to be honest, is forgiveness. Uh, and if you need to know anything about forgiveness, I am not going to talk about that here. Go to our search engine link. Again, I'll throw it in the description. Just type in forgiveness as your keyword. You'll get 
I don't even know how many episodes we've talked about forgiveness, but also any content that I've used uh, in our social media, you'll have access to that as well. Um, Number five that keeps us from creating something positive is denial of self. So when I say self, it's really with a capital S, denial of self. So what does that mean? That means that somewhere you have a notion that you are separate from your divinity. So that goes way beyond any religious affiliation here. You are, you are separate from your oneness with whatever your higher power is, and you feel a separation from other people. Okay. So a disconnect. So you're not aware of who you are as a person, your identity. And that's really important. That's why I talk about it so much, because when you remember who you are, everything flows from that. And that's why self-image mastery, I think, is such an important course, because it teaches you to, to see inside you to who you are and then to design who you are to match who you want to be. Okay. And then the last thing that keeps us that that's a major uh, player in this uh it, it just keeps us in the default mode, are energy vampires. So these are people in our life who, for one reason or another, they love us, they want to help us, they want to support us, and they're doing their very best to do, to do that uh, based on their level of awareness. Uh, however, they're maybe a little bit negative. So uh, maybe you have a business idea. You know, a a lot of my clients during COVID, they were negatively impacted for one reason or another. And so they said, especially I find this in our educators, uh, you know, especially education leaders, they're coming and saying, Michelle, I can't do it anymore. Uh, And just on a side note, I'm, I'm becoming very concerned for the field of education only in that the people who are more awake, aware, alert, and more conscious and at a higher level of awareness are leaving the field of education. Uh, and I, I'm not saying that it's a good or bad thing. Uh, I'm just watching. <laughs> and so as these people are coming to me and they're saying, Michelle, I, I need to get out. What can I do? Uh, and some of them are just, you know, jumping on ideas and, and going for it. And others are really struggling. And I find that the people who are struggling are those that have these energy vampires who say, yeah, but you've never done that before. You've only been a teacher. You've only been an educator or an administrator. You've never built a business before. And so those energy vampires come in and they kind of suck our ideas from us. Okay. They could keep us living in that default mode all our life, unless we're aware that they're there and we gently disinvite them from our inner circle. So for me, you know, thinking about the first three examples that that we talked about. So, you know, how do you turn those negative examples that are in default mode into the design creative mode? So this fight with your spouse. For me, I look at every wonky interaction. I was going to say negative or wrong, but it's not. It's wonky, in my opinion. Uh, An interaction that I don't necessarily like. How about that? Every time my husband and I have one of those interactions, I look at it as it's creating an opportunity for me to break the cycle. So I, I choose a time 
relatively soon after, as as soon as I possibly can, and I do uh, an interaction debrief. Again, you can look that up in, in Searchy. But basically, I think about what happened and I think about if if this interaction were perfect, what would it be like? And I visualize that and I feel what I would like to feel in that interaction. Okay. So in that, I'm using the quote unquote negative aspect to create an opportunity for growth for me. Uh, the traffic ex- example. Uh, for me, I look at that when I noticed that that was a pattern for me that I was, I was really struggling. I was like, okay, let, let me take a different path because sometimes just taking a different path to get to that place really breaks up your thinking. You have to be a little bit more consciously aware. And, and I'll admit that there's been a couple times when I've gotten lost going to someplace very familiar because I was so in this unconscious default thinking that I would find myself at the post office instead of the grocery store. And it woke me up to say, Michelle, you've got to pay attention to what's happening in your life. So I would take a different route, but I would also practice gratitude. So if I found myself waiting at a really long light, um, I, I, for a while, I had a lot of post-it notes in my car that would just remind me, uh, you know, practice gratitude or, or ask a question, what are you thankful for? Uh, one post-it I think is still in the car, although you can't really read the writing anymore, but it says hurry is fear. And I would ask myself, okay, I feel hurried. Why do I feel hurried? What do I think I'm missing out on? So I would use that as an example to create something new rather than uh, get stuck in that default thinking. And then that whole, who's the matter with me today? uh, Now I look at, okay, if there's, if, if there's a quote unquote jerk that shows up in my life for the day, what are they trying to show me about myself? So sometimes I'll do this interaction debrief right after I talk to them, or maybe before I go to sleep at night, I'm thinking about it. And I just think about, okay, what do I need to know about myself? Because sometimes those jerks in my story are telling me, wake up, you're not paying attention, you're not sending out love into the world like you really want to. You were stuck in a place of hurry and fear. And that person just projected it right back onto you. Um, You know, that don't don't be a Bob. You know, if Joe has a problem with Bob, if Sarah has a problem with Bob, if, you know, uh, Hassam has a problem with Bob, who's the problem? Bob, right? And sometimes I'm the Bob and I have to realize that. And also realizing that, you know, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes the other people genuinely do have an issue and maybe I didn't show up for them. And, and I love what a mentor of mine taught me a long time ago in the, the sales and the business process. In every complaint, there is a request. So when com- somebody comes through and, you know, they're having an issue, they're having a complaint, um, there's a request for me to show up in a better way. So in those wonky interactions with people, there's an opportunity for me to create something new. So again, you are a creator, but you want to do it with intention. So I would highly recommend, first of all, I'd highly recommend that, you know, if you need more on, on these topics that we've talked about today, use our search engine link. Um, please go and check out the self-image mastery. Even if you don't think that this is the right time or this is, you know, not for you, I would highly recommend just go, go check it out. That's all I ask. 
and maybe ask yourself if it's not right for you, do you know somebody that it is right for? Okay. And then look at, look at your schedule for the day. What do you have on your schedule? Do you have certain meetings? Do you have certain projects? Do you know that you're going to have, you know, certain interactions today? I want you to think about what can you intentionally do or say that's going to create more of a positive impact. So for example, yesterday I was uh, doing all kinds of little things like, uh, you know, every Sunday I look at my schedule for the week. So when I sit down to look at my schedule, I'm creating opportunities for influencing others. Uh, I was also bill pay day. So sitting down thinking about, okay, I'm paying all these bills and it's easy for me. A default pattern has always been to get upset or, or have an issue paying bills. And when I sat down and, and I did this yesterday and I still do this regularly, what I'm exactly, you know, sharing with you. I said, oh, this is a, an opportunity to create our financial freedom. Uh, when I sat down to do some emails, I thought this is an opportunity to create uh, intentional connections with other people. As I was sitting down to, to do some more, um, I guess, marketing things, if you will, for self-image mastery, I thought, oh, this is the opportunity to create the door where I invite other people in. Now, I can't make people sign up. And, you know, honestly, it doesn't matter to me if you sign up. My job is to open the door and invite you. Your job is to consider if this is right for you. And so, you know, all of these little things that I was doing yesterday, when you put it in terms of an intentional design creation process, it gives it a lot more power and energy. So sit down with your, your schedule for today and just ask yourself, what am I going to create today? And am I going to do that in a default way or a design way? Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I hope this was helpful and I cannot wait to hear stories from you about your uh, designing creation process. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and pros prosper. Have an awesome day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.